Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you seen, heard, or read, or did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. Oh, goddamn. Hey. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> it's not my AI bot. <laughs> Seriously. What a surprise. What a shock. We'll go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, there's jumping and routine. So, so this, so we recorded full disclosure. We recorded this on June twentieth, right? In the middle of all the news events about like where did the Titanic sub go to and all that stuff, right? So, oh. listeners, by time is not dead. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Full disclosure, <laughs> listeners. By the time you hear this, you may have an answer to that. So we don't yeah. know. Okay. Oh, I, I. I as, as every hour passes, I, I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, I don't want to say too much because this will be released way, way past that. So let's just, what? you know, hold on. Spoilers? Spoilers. That's I, mean, I don't, make, <laughs> I don't spoilers. mean to make light of a very serious situation with five people's lives at the balance, but... Right. So that's the thing, though. Okay, so the, the one yeah. guy, the one billionaire that's in the sub because he, he wants to see the Titanic, um, mm-hmm. he paid that much money to have that opportunity. Apparently, this has been mm-hmm. going on for years now, like the, 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 Titanic, the Titanic tourist submarine or whatever. Has existed for this so specific company or, or tourism, the tourism to Titanic in I, general? I think it's a specific company for this kind of service. Right, so hmm. it, it isn't like they're not experienced; they're experienced. Mm. Right, mm. so I don't know. That's that's not from what I read, but go ahead. Go ahead. That's not what you read. Well, what do you, what else do you know? I, I didn't really look at it too much, Johnny. My my understanding, my vibe on it, it's like it's not sort of a startup company. They have been around for a while, but they haven't made that many trips. I think it's like the fourth one because they've been working on this for a few years now. They've made uh-huh. like four or five. One one of one of the ones like. Uh, one of the uh, previous journeys, the, uh, one of the passengers on there tweeted, I think, yeah, did you read this movie? Like, he tweeted some stuff today, like, like, yeah, I was on this trip last year or something like that, and yeah, the sub, the submarine, whatever, got lost for five hours. You know I mean? they, couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't find it, and then they actually turned off the Wi-Fi so we couldn't live-tweet it. What was Whoa. happening? But yeah, this, this happened before. And then the other thing that's kind of circulating is one of the, I don't know, engineers or whatever for this company, Mentioned in court documents or something like that a few years ago, say, "Hey, I worked on this. I said to the people that owned it that uh, I would not sign off on this unless every, before every trip they do like a thorough inspection, scan, blah blah blah. Uh, I made all these series of recommendations, blah blah blah, and then I got fired. You know what I mean? So that's out there in the, in the ether. One of the CEO of this company has quotes out there saying like." Because he's been interviewed and stuff, and people have asked him, "Oh, is it safe? Or is it, is it make, meet all these safety inspections?" And there's a quote out there saying, "Yeah, yeah, it's safe, but at some point, it gets uh, get carried away. You know what I mean? It's like it's too much inspection. Like you know, do you, the, every day, do you, when you get in your car, how much of the inspection do you do? You know what I mean? It's, it's overkill, it's overboard. So all these three things are kind of out there on the interwebs and on the Twitter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So anyway, you yeah. can fact check me for." With Google, if, if you want to, but yeah, uh, l- listeners, you can do that because I'm not doing that. But so, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. I'm not. I'm not you literally, you're talking about the, the people on the internet, on the on our listeners. So, so the the idea that this one billionaire uh, paid for this mm-hmm. trip uh, made me think, like, well, was this something just because you know he's a rich guy and like I'm gonna casually go to this thing, or was it mm-hmm. something like on his bucket list, which comes to mind, 
Do you have your guys ever talk about thought about a bucket list? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Not really. No, not really. Yeah, I, I'm more, I'm more to the side of not really. But yeah. but uh, if the closest thing I have to a bucket list, and it's very very lax, really, mm-hmm. is I wouldn't mind having like a panel of San Diego Comic Con. You know, that's like the mm-hmm. closest thing I have to a bucket list. Beyond that, I don't really have anything else going there that I really want to do for a dive. Really? Yeah. Well, just uh, two uh, two things real quick. Number one, as far as bucket list, maybe like maybe me for me personally, maybe a trip to Japan or Europe. I think that's maybe that's something I want to do before I, I check out. This okay. Stuff, okay. And then, but there's a second thing. I, I think we're talking about. I just want to make it very clear. If I'm a billionaire, uh, like this person, you know what's not going to be on my bucket list? You know what's not going to be on <laughs> Go, going to the Titanic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going to Titanic, be trapped in, in a, a submersible with like nine other people. Or yeah, yeah. Well, what about going into space? Or not no, in space, but like yeah. Virgin, Virgin Did you not know it's gravity? No. <laughs> if I'm a billionaire, I'm not doing anything risk averse. I'm doing the opposite of that. You yeah. know I mean? I'm t- hiring 24 hour bodyguards, food tasters. You know what I mean? I'm uh, like a bullet, you know, the Pope mobile. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get, you know what I mean? That guy a car crash. You know what I mean? That's, I would take the opposite. You know what I mean? I want to enjoy that billion dollar or whatever I have. You know I, what I mean? I agree with John Ming because I, I feel like yeah. if, if I'm a billionaire, why would I want to risk my life more? Yes, exactly. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Because you can. Because you can't. No. If you're dead, That's you're not dead. Reason. No, no. If you're dead, you're no. dead. Do you, know how, listen, Ruth, do you know how far down the Titanic is from the surface of the, of the ocean? Yeah, it's more than, it's like deeper than the Himalayas. It's like three freaking miles from, from what I can say. Three yeah, miles. three miles. Yeah. Three miles. Yeah. They can't. What they're afraid so of is like they if they've gone to a death where uh, you know what I mean like the the government subs they can't make it down there you know what I mean conventional yeah. things can't get down there to rescue them and stuff like that that's like I mean that no. is pretty risky but no. does a bucket list need to be risky like yeah. like mine would be going to the north north and south poles nope too much and risk yeah. Nope. Still, that's still a risk, even if it's on a luxury cruise. That's nope. still a risk. Uh, anything How's involving that? water, as far as I know, as far as I'm concerned, involves risk. <laughs> Have you seen that thing with the ocean line, like the waves crashing? It's like I'm not gonna do that. I'm not climbing up hill. I mean mountains and stuff. Like that. I'm not going anywhere below sixty. No, degrees. not climbing up. Yeah, nope. not climbing mountains. But I mean, it would be nice to be on a luxury cruise to go to to the South Pole, to North Pole, yep. and just like stand on Stop ice it. and see some polar bears. Stop it. No, no, Jamie. What, what, what you have to? And penguins. What you have to tell Ruthie mm-hmm. is this. Stop lying. Why are you lying? Stop lying. Stop. Why yeah, are you such a liar? No. Thank you. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is an outrageous story for a lot of reasons. The the fact that uh, uh, I mean, you're you're kind of sitting out the billionaire, but I'm pretty sure everybody else that's on that was that could afford this trip has lots and lots of money. You know what I mean? If they're not sure. close to being a billionaire, they're, they're worth a lot of money. I mean, like I said, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. I'm that is doing. like extra risky to go to see the Titanic. Like, is this a thing? Like that rich people do? They go down to see the Titanic? Apparently so. Apparently yeah. so. So, Ruthie, uh, before we go to my list over here, I am curious. What else is for bucket list? Hmm. If you don't mind sharing um, a couple of them, not all of them, but you know, a couple. Um, um, Maldives. I know that sounds like basic now because like everybody's going there um, oh it's basic Maldives <laughs> wow it's getting basic. all the Instagram people have gone there already where do I need to go they've gone there exactly okay go on what else um oh uh what's this 
uh, in in Turkmenistan, that like really weird capital city that they have, that's like all white, and you have to be under government watch to go see. It's like visiting North Korea, but not as strict. Like you won't, you know, you won't be taken to jail, jail, you know, for no reason. Wow. Um, that's like a cool place. Um, where else? Aside from North and South Pole, um, I mean Iceland's like a and Greenland. Greenland's like top of my list too okay i don't know why I, i'm always like gravitated towards cold places whenever i go on vacation instead of sunny beaches i mean i mean that's that's fine i got no problem with that i mean i wouldn't do it but i got no problem with that i'm just gonna stay home <laughs> so i do have this list but yeah like here. the more the more remote the more um the more remote and the more uh unusual yeah i want to go there hmm. those kinds of places so i have this list over here it's called I Explore. iExplore.com. Seven bucket list trips for billionaires. Right? Jesus H. Christ, man. All right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, a journey by private jet to Africa. By What? And I think a lot of it has to do with the private jet part. It's a climb aboard on Abercrombie and Kent Boeing 757-200 jet outfitted with 50 first-class lie flat seats and journey in style to seven African countries over 21 days. So it's throughout the continent and stuff like that. Yeah, it right. seems like it. Um, would you like to guess how much this trip starts at? Mm, I mean, 80,000. What's the time? How much How much time do you spend uh, for the whole 21 trip? 21 days. 21 days. 20? Oh, then it's like, let's say 300,000. Like $80,000 like $80, a day. I'm say a lot. The private jet. No, the private jet is more than the, the, uh, half a mil. Well, the, nah. the, the starting price. Well, total trip or total trip starting price or per day? Uh, the, well, all I have here is the starting price. Oh, oh, starting price. Then, yeah, like probably closer to half a mil. You're right. Okay. Uh, the trip starts at $92,500. Oh, it? I was right. Oh, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you were close. Uh, yeah, I thought the the, the African nation not, this is some kind of pre- prejudice and stuff. It would be the cheaper part, but I thought the gas, the the, the private jet part would be uh, would be the expensive part. So that's why I put five hundred thousand. I I tried clicking to to look at the dates that are available for this trip, and the site can't be reached. I wonder if they went under. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of going under, did you hear about the the living on the cruise for three years thing got canceled? Yeah. Oh, got canceled. Yeah. I was people, seriously looking into that. Yeah, <laughs> people got. Well, good thing you didn't sign up for it because people that signed up for it have, have lost their money. They they try they put a deposit yeah. down. And they, yeah, I was wondering how how because yeah. it's like it's like paying rent for three years on a boat. Like it's yeah, like but almost three thousand dollars a month. It's not so much even losing deposit, but the thing is, they some people have basically sold their where they were living and stuff like that. So they had no place to live and stuff like that. So yeah, they got oh, screwed no. up and they're not returning calls and anything. They like got that. So, fire fested. <laughs> Yeah. Get a fire festival. Wow. <laughs> so what I'm saying is these bucket lists, I mean this particular case, these bucket lists, uh all hey, give me this money, I'll take you over. Don't don't do any of this. Stop it. All right, what's yeah. the next one? Well, here's the next one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna read the paragraph because it's a lot easier for me to describe it. Uh, sure. I'll try it like like Robin Lynch. If you're all about bling and shiny things, then you'll love this unique journey to explore the 250-year history of French crystal maker Baccarat. Created for the company's most affluent clientele, the trip encompasses three continents in 12 days, all by private plane and helicopter. You will travel from the first ever Baccarat Hotel in New York to the Maison Baccarat in Paris and to Lorraine, the birthplace of Baccarat, 
to palaces in Istanbul, based on Maison Baccarat in Moscow, Tokyo, to sip and swirl cocktails in fancy glasses, and finally to Seoul to tour the Maison Baccarat that opened in December 2015. How much does this trip cost? Guesses. That one's easily $250,000. i will go four hundred. dollars uh, 300000 oh, There you go. Wow, Rudy's really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something real? I didn't count for inflation. I just want to say something real quick. Now that we're two two trips in and stuff, the 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 selling point of a private jet is not that alluring for me. You know what I mean? Private jet, it just it just seems like I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be a small small plane. You know what I mean? I don't want to be a small plane. I want to be like a big jumbo (laughs) jet and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Also, the carbon footprinting of it's like two people in a plane. Billionaires, right? I have a still. It seems I'm not obnoxious. I like to think if I ever I mean, make a billion, I don't. I don't be that obnoxious. It is pretty. I mean, I've only been on a, like an eight passenger plane to Baraka like back in the '90s, and that was. It was like it, no, that was actually kind of scary because it was like a car with wings. It was so small, but I mean, I can imagine like a, a private luxury jet. That might be nice. Like you have all this space you can walk around. Like you don't have to deal with passengers. You can leave whenever you feel like. I don't know. No, just get first class. I want to try first class first before I try private airplane. That's all I'm saying. First class, you still have to go through TSA. Although, unless you get the um the the pre check, yeah, yeah. All right, next one up. I'll do I'll do two more. Then we'll call it the day. Um, this one is get away from it all on Laukala Island, a private island in Fiji. It's surrounded by turquoise water and boasts nothing but privacy. The terrain goes from soft sand beaches to rainforest plantation to hillside. Laukala offers 25 bures, which is a Fijian word for house, that include one extravagant hilltop residence made out of locally sourced materials. All homes feature meticulously designed interiors and private pools, pavilions, sun terraces, day beds, outdoor living areas, and stunning stone indoor and outdoor bathtubs. The island is self-supporting with its own livestock and vegetable gardens, and all guest products are handcrafted from the island's natural resources. Activities include horseback riding, swimming, exploring, fishing, tennis, spa treatments, yoga, golf, hiking, and much more. So essentially, this is like a summer vacation kind of thing that you stay for mm-hmm. uh, a minimum huh. of five nights. How? What is the oh, okay. price range per night, depending on the house you per choose? Per night? Yeah. I would uh, 20 say 10,000. 10, 8 to 10,000. I'm at 20. Uh, <laughs> 8,200 a night. Depending on the bureau, Grit <laughs> <laughs> is good at this. Uh, the lowest price is thirty eight hundred, and the highest price. When it gets what the highest price is, fifteen. Like oh no, this is like, what I said. This is to rent an entire island. Oh, to rent the entire island, then probably Jamming's number twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. Wait, twenty twenty five. Twenty to twenty five. Oh, twenty twenty five thousand. Uh, yeah. Hmm? Guess again. Higher. Higher. Hundred. 30? 40? Wait, uh, 130, 140? So you're, is that what you're saying? Or 30? No, 30,000 or 40,000? I said 100. 000. Oh, Ruth's record just failed right here. $150,000 a night. Oh, yeah, to rent the entire island. island, golf included. Five night <laughs> minimum stay. <laughs> Huge island. That's wow. still not bad for an entire island, an entire luxury island. I know. Where is this close to? Uh, it's I in mean, the Fiji Islands. Okay. Yeah. All right, and last one. If you've seen everything there is to see on this planet, there's only one solution. 
make space your next frontier. No. I don't, I don't <laughs> pass. More than 700 future astronauts ages 10 to their early 90s have already signed up to become space explorers with Virgin Galactic. You and five friends or strangers, the Rocket Seat 6 can look down upon Earth from space for two and a half hours that will include memories and a bit of sensory overload to last a lifetime. Nope. How much? Per person. Isn't this like $750,000 per person? Oh, it does say deposit um, here. How much is the deposit per person? I, I, th- I, think, oh, the, I think the final price is... I think, my guess is the final price is flexible. Because it says here, blah, 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 per person deposit. Which can yeah. which means to tell me that yeah they're gonna they have decided what how much to really charge you. The deposit is two fifty. The final price, is, even though you don't have it, let's say a mil. Depending, yeah. So I would say the, if the deposit is if the deposit is like a hundred thousand, then the final price could be like one point five. Hmm. The deposit is two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Go jamming. Yeah, jamming's got some points here. Yeah, funny. Somebody who doesn't want to go to I space. can't imagine any scenario where even if I was like the richest person on planet, I can't imagine there why I actually I would do this. It's like no, stop yeah, it. I agree. Why, would, money no. to your head? why would I fly what stop it? You know what I mean? It's like stop. But t- t- talk, I, about, talk about luxury. I've been to uh I've been to uh Ensenada twice. That's that's far as I can go. You know what I mean? I've been to China a few times. Like that's that's all I got. But but, but and then Sonata feels like feels well, far enough. Well, it's like <laughs> I'm mean, here. Here, my whole thing. Not just regarding like, hey, like, oh, building their travel bucket list. I don't think you should do anything that's kind of, uh, your life is at risk. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> no, no. I feel like I risk my. I we we risk our lives at least once on our trips every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does. It. I mean, this is pretty much really for the rich people. It's because it's only two and a half hours. That's it. It's not like you're staying in the in the moon or something. Yeah. I mean, for them, like, you know, a million dollars is a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And I, you know, I bet you yeah. the guy in the it's Titanic... Like, and I bet you the guy that in the Titanic sub probably has himself booked for yeah. this thing, too. If, if he's a billionaire, like, he... 250,000 is nothing. He probably yeah, has like is, 10, 15 the, homes. This is all ego stuff. This businesses. is all like, hey, they, they've done everything they could possibly do. You know, they can't yeah, get any nothing, possibly richer. This, this and is, nothing, this is, nothing satisfies this is, anymore. Yeah. Money can only buy so many things. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, if we were billionaires, these are stuff that I myself would do. So, yeah. <laughs> there we go. I want to be a billionaire. Yes. So freaking bad. I just when I travel, as far as like you know, just I just want a comfortable bed. You know what I mean? I want nice indoor plumbing, so when I poop and I take a shower, I'm nice and clean <laughs> the next day. I want air conditioning if I, if I go to a hot place, and that's it. That's all I really. Those are my kind of thing. You know, that's that's all I want. Yeah, I want I just like comfort. You know what I mean? I that's don't it. really do amenities. Like, yeah. well, a spa would be nice. Like, if it comes with, like, I've you yeah. know. And if I have time to actually go to the spa and like see what's in, what's there, what like what I can do there, but yeah, yeah otherwise, like as I'll, long as it's clean, it's nice, it's spacious, and yeah, I just that, want comfort. I don't want. I just want Wi-Fi so I can look at TripAdvisor, see if it's something good to eat. Mm-hmm, so that's, mm-hmm, that's what sure, TripAdvisor. That's, that's, that's what we're calling it nowadays. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, <laughs> the dark web. I mean, what? Wait, what? I'm sorry. What? 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 <laughs> All right. Sorry, what? Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Instagram at Albert Five at Five. My name is Ruthie. You can find me on Instagram at Ruthie Grace Thirteen and Ruthie's Caps. 
You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-T-L-O-U. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworsewhy.com. Uh, before we go, let's give our 10 listeners some recommendations for this week. Jamin. I'm going to recommend uh, Elemental, the Pixar movie that came out this last yes. weekend. It only made like $29 million and stuff like that. Yes. And the reviews have been so-so. And, the, you know I mean? It's the lowest uh, Pixar opening weekend since like forever and stuff like that. But I saw it. And I think overall, it's a solid Pixar movie. Yes. Looks really pretty. Nice little story. But the thing I want to highlight, and the thing is, they're selling it as this uh, interracial, inter-elemental inter- love mm-hmm. story, which it is and stuff like that. It's fantastic. So that, but... Mm-hmm. To me, the heart of this movie—I think Albert mm-hmm. knows where I'm going with this. Absolutely. The heart of this movie, the heart of this movie, is the first 10, 15 minutes where it's an immigrant story. It's about uh, first-generation immigrants moving from one country to to a new country, starting a new life. You know what I mean? And I would say that first 10 minutes that focuses on that is probably is as good as anything Pixar's ever done. It's as good as anything. The opening up, the action sequence in Incredibles. You know what I mean? It's incredible. I don't want to give too much away. I don't want people to see it, but I w- I'll just give one, one, like one of the beginning scenes that I found, I found very, very touching. It's the, the people that immigrates uh, from the Fire Nation is uh, the mother and father, and when they come to Elemental City, where there's air, blah, 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 they're, it's not welcoming to the Fire People, and then he, they go through Ellis Island. I'm sorry, not Ellis Island, but the immigration, stuff like that. So at one point, the person doing, doing immigration is asking them for what their name is, and the Fire the father says their name in the fire language and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And in response, the immigration person gives them a generic, so like, you know, generic white person name and stuff like that, very uh, homogenized name and stuff like that. And that, I found that incredibly moving for a person whose name, you know, as you guys know, is John May. You know, I didn't get an Americanized name, but other members of my family, it's a whole thing in immigrant in, in immigration stories the name you know what i mean yeah. the name of your cut your homeland blah, blah, blah. anyway that's just one of many many examples throughout this, like this 10 minute stretch so anyway that's what i want to highlight elemental city is more, to me more than anything else it's an immigration story it's a yeah. first generation immigrant story it's it's fantastic and from that perspective the rest yeah. of it it's hit and miss but thumbs up for, for elemental city yeah i, I mean they, they marketed this movie like uh opposites of track kind of thing right and yeah. the the marketing doesn't seem to mention the immigrant side of the story, and I'm like, yeah. for me, the whole movie is an immigrant story because she's the daughter mm-hmm. of immigrants, oh, right, you right, know, right, kind right, of thing, yeah. and 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 she's still also trying to acclimate with the rest right. of the world, you know, because because they're kind of yeah. like secluded into their own little immigrant city or whatever. So it's like mm-hmm. the whole thing I, was so relatable to me, and and, and yeah, and very yes, yeah. So- yeah. Yeah, the kid that they eventually have is the daughter, is the is the, is the female half of the love story, and, that. and she carries that through that story throughout the the uh, the movie. But the the, the pure concentration of this story, the the one hundred percent nitrous concentration of that story, is that first 10, 15 minutes, which I found just incredible, just incredible stuff and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just anyway, I don't want to spoil too much for it, but it's it's very moving, it's very relatable, and it's just like especially for Asian Americans and stuff mm, like that. So exactly. yeah. Yeah, it deserves more uh, more recognition and more uh, more attention, actually. Yeah. Yeah. People go watch it. I know you're all waiting I for Disney it... Plus. That's why. It's what to I watch know. It. But, the people, but from what I can tell, of all the reasons. Oh, you remember, movies, I'll be watching it. Yeah, from what I can tell, the people I saw it with, the audience I saw it with, uh, they applauded them. It, it went over really well. I know the test, I mean, the audience score has been very high. So hopefully, it's one of those movies that, that will kind of. Pick up, you know, what I mean? it has good, good word of mouth. So, yeah, we'll and, see. And Pixar has lately been a punching bag for a lot of people. Like, people want to complain about mm-hmm. Pixar just to complain about Pixar now because they're mm-hmm. at that point in their careers where 
people mm-hmm. they, they want to see them fail because they're they've reached yeah. so so much highs already. People want to see them fail, and and I think mm-hmm. I think in, especially in this case, it's very undeserving. You know, this one, this movie, it felt so personal, and and mm-hmm. I, I know that the writer director, this is essentially he based it on pretty much his life as an immigrant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, yeah, it's a Did really they- really good story. Yeah, going back to what we talked about earlier, like the way it's being sold. When I when I when I was kind of uh, what do you call it before I saw the movie, the kind of thing I was like, oh, I know that the 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 director is like a Korean American, so I looked for his wife, and because it was sold as a as a romance thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, said, I looked at his wife, oh, yeah, black wife and stuff, but you know, it's a white woman and stuff like that. But I said, oh, it's a, like interracial thing, but it's, it's much more than that. It's you know what I mean? So yeah, it's good times. Good times. Uh, Ruthie, mm-hmm. you have a recommendation. Um, I kind of don't want to give this recommendation away, but it's also so good. Um, I've kind of gotten a new shopping addiction to Temu, T M U. Jessica just bought something from Temu recently. <laughs> I already placed like four orders in the last two weeks. <laughs> it's so cheap. This is like you know, it's it's like the number one uh, shopping site in China now. It beat the uh, the previous number one. Alibaba, yeah, I mean it's better than Alibaba because it's actually it feels like a like Amazon, but it's but it's not. It's but it's like with Alibaba prices, and actually, you know, I don't disagree with this trend that's going on because like ultimately everything that we buy here in the U.S. is made in China anyway, so we might as well buy it from China at China prices. I guess pretty so. soon the government's going to regulate the site. <laughs> I'm, I'm speculating. I'm speculating. I'm, I'm not saying that's actually going to happen. I'm just saying. I would say the way things are going. <laughs> what is this? I've never heard of the TMU. What is TM, TMU. TMU. Yeah. TMU. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's so, pretty good. <laughs> I heard. I, I believe I. I vaguely mentioned this last year, but but yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a shop. It's a an online shopping store that that is getting more and more popular. Still go by, and I heard the Gen Z mm-hmm. the Gen Z audience have really embraced it. That's what. But what do you like buy on there? Just like everything? It's Amazon. Everything. It's, it's like Amazon, Amazon, but China. It's Amazon, but China. And cheaper. Oh. Like so, literally a fraction of the cost. So it's one of those things where they'll, they'll probably just like spontaneously like start a fire or something like that. So it'll probably rub, rub, rub off and cause, cause cancer and stuff like that. It's probably made by <laughs> child labor and stuff like that. Is it, is, is, it, is, it, is it one of those things where you buy and they and they just package it and ship it to you like overnight and cause tremendous carbon footprinting and causes uh, global warming? Is that, is that what it's going with? I got to admit, Dorothy, no. I, I, yeah. never, mm-hmm. I never bothered to go on Tamu because first off, China. <laughs> and secondly, how reliable, <laughs> are, how reliable are the products? Like what John makes yeah. Right. I don't know. I think those. I think those uh, slave labor, those Uyghur uh, Muslims. I think they could. They, they, they do good work. You know, <laughs> prison labor is on the best. Well, a lot of these things are probably like overruns anyway, and like samples that are being right. That's all over the world anyway. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I use sam- I've been using samples for how many for like yeah. over a decade now. Yeah. So, I why did this I product come with a note that says "Help me"? I'm a child in in <laughs> Shigong province. Help me. Did it though? Did yours? Yeah. Then maybe you should help. Yeah. Interesting. 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 They're like they're like I left clues on how you can help me, but you gotta you, you gotta you gotta you gotta purchase this item and this item I know, I know. and this item and you put them all together. <laughs> nah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, uh, touch those products with my skin, but that's fine. that's good. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, yeah. 
It's not tested. Yeah, the FDA overrated. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I think FDA. Who needs that? Did you want to share what you bought recently from Temu? Um, what didn't I buy? Well, so I have a bunch of like I'm I'm a bridesmaid. Big surprise again. So I'm helping like create gift bags for um the bridesmaids for our spa weekend getaway and yeah i just bought like let's see what did i buy here i bought face masks um, burn. no hell no definitely did not get that nail files you know bobby pins um a nail cutting set um you know just like things that you might need on a wedding day um scrunchies uh, hair clips, scarves. Yeah, things you could have picked up at a 99 cent store. But, you know, it's important that it travels by, by jumbo plane overnight. And, uh, right. causes it was 99 cents. It was yeah, like they... a dollar something. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, it so was like a dollar something. What is the price difference between Temu and Amazon? Because Amazon has, have, 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 you know, they've got to always say like, oh, we're very affordable. we got affordable pricing. So now we got Temu, who's supposed well, to be even more affordable than Amazon. It's a fraction because like basically Amazon is buying from China and China is just saying, hey, this is the actual price, which is, you know, I've, I've been, you know, uh, in production, I do this in the industry. Like I see prices skyrocket once it hits the U.S. market because of, um, because of duty costs and tariffs and all these things. And that's why it's, even though it looks cheap, it's, probably cost like a tenth of what it originally uh, of what it actually is retailing for so these are like the prices that i'm seeing are prices that i would buy it direct from a factory so like wholesale almost kind of thing so real like wholesale like for example i got these um scar same scarves that i saw at another discount store today for like five dollars i got it for like a dollar ten Jeez. and then yeah. yeah and then like um a nail cutting set uh set i got for like um Let's see how much did I get this for? It was yeah. It was a dollar ninety. Oh my god! It cost yeah. like six dollars. Aren't there, had, aren't there like illegal sh- nail cutters? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, aren't there like illegal sweatshops in New York City? Can't you just bust through one of those doors and just go even more directly? <laughs> You're like, even hey, you, you grandma, grandma, ma. You still have to pay them in dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good lord. What the hell's happening here? I, I mean, I might take That's a look. I, I, might, I, I might take. I might take a look at this website if, if the price is that oh, cheap. Oh, for God's sake! It's, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and I was surprised with the qual- some of the quality too. It's it's not bad. Oh my God! Okay. I mean, the 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 packaging is ratchety, but I mean, hey, you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. God help us all. Okay, uh, my recommendation is uh, there is this little movie that's coming out in July called Oppenheimer. Uh, Oppenheimer oh, Jesus is Christ. Christopher yeah. Nolan's uh, movie that's uh, most recent movie that's coming out. And if you ever, I mean, if you've never, if you've never seen a 70 millimeter IMAX screening, that's a 143 aspect ratio. Now's the time to watch it because there are literally only 30 theaters in the whole world that will show it in that format. The whole world. Guys. And 20 of them are. Only 20 of them in the United States. I think like five or yeah. six in the California. No, Three seven. In the I believe there's seven. There's seven in California alone out of the 30 right. theaters in the whole world that is going to show it in 70 millimeter IMAX 143 aspect ratio, which is very mm-hmm. rare. It's very rare to see it, right? And uh, if, if you want to know what the difference is, well, there are, I do have links in the show notes that will compare to you what, what a regular IMAX screen that you normally see in your regular movie theater is compared to the big giant 70 millimeter film, 143 aspect ratio IMAX. 
uh, links in the show notes. Take a look at that comparison. But if the, uh, one of the best things about that format is, put it this way, when movies were uh, released in theaters before it went digital, they were only in 2K. All right, we have 4K TVs at home. So when they switched to digital film, to the digital projectors in movie theaters, they get 4K. 70 millimeter IMAX at 143 aspect ratio is pretty much 18K, guys. 18K. Wow. It's all the case. All the case. Because the screen it, is so huge. That's available. Yeah, because the screen is so huge and, and the aspect ratio is so tall, you need to be able to see good detail. And this delivers that. The experience is incredible. I always chase after uh, IMAX 143 aspect ratio. And, and there isn't a lot of movies that had it. The most recent ones uh, was like Nope had it, uh, Lightyear had it, uh, Dune had it, and I'm missing one. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout had it, but not but not the one after that. Go figure. So, but the thing is though is that, and even the new Mission Impossible doesn't have it at 143. They have it at 190, which is more theater friendly because it's like the regular IMAX, IMAX thing or whatever. Uh, so yeah, uh, only 30 theaters uh, in the whole world. New York only has one theater that's going to show it in that format. Uh, and tickets are on sale. Since it's very limited, it might sell out. So if you never had the chance to watch it in this format, I urge you to go ahead and check it out so you can see what you're missing. IMAX 70mm, 143 aspect ratio, Oppenheimer. Check it out. I know I am. I'm watching it pretty much the day after Comic-Con. So, yeah. All right. And that's my recommendation. This was- I feel like you should mention this. It's a three-hour movie, man. So you might want to plan ahead. It's going to be a whole day. Yeah. If you do decide to do this. Well, plan ahead because you're going to, you're going to need to buy the tickets. Too. I mean, when I bought my ticket last week for, for, for this screening, the, the theater, all the good seats in the middle were already taken. <laughs> so it's like, by, by the time you listen to this, I don't know how many more seats are left. I don't quite tell you the truth. A bunch, but, a bunch of nerds. Am but, I right, Ruthie? A bunch of nerds. Am I right? <laughs> Watch it. Watch Aspect it. Aspect ratio. It's amazing. I love that format. Like the Dark Knight was released in 143 aspect ratio. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the other Christopher Nolan movies. I believe I did. Is it the Dark Knight or the one after that? The Dark Knight the Dark Rises. Knight. I did oh, also, I did also Rises. That. Rises. I did see it in that. Yeah. Rises also. Yeah, I believe I did make that trip to, I think, uh, the two, three places I know that have it in Southern California is Irvine, Ontario, and I believe AMC at the Universal. Correct. Walk, correct. I think. But those are the three. So I think I made a trip to Ontario to see uh, Dark Knight Rises but, but, on that. But here's the thing. Screen. From what I understand, uh, Irvine and Ontario don't really have that format anymore. I believe they're they're literally taking out the their their projector out of mud balls just for Christopher Nolan because Christopher Nolan and the IMAX mm-hmm. are tight, you know. Because oh, normally you would have to go, normally you would have to go Universal City Walk to watch it in this format, and even then, oh, not, not a, all movies a have a bunch it. of nerds. But yeah. but. Yeah. <laughs> If you've never seen it in this format, watch it in this format. It is spectacular, guys. Hey, the, pr- the picture just needs to look pretty and the sound needs to go boom, boom. That's all I'm saying. That's I'm all sorry. it needs to do. It's, it's, as in, it's as in your face as you can possibly be. And this is the way to watch it. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want that much stuff in my face. You know what I'm saying? Too much things in my face. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to protect my face. <laughs> I mean, the, I want to put my hands up. The, and pro- and, the, the, theater and screen, the theater screen is literally like, like multi-story, t- <laughs> a floor tall kind of, kind of situation. <laughs> So it's like it's I little- remember. Uh, I remember when I saw Goodfellas. I said, "You know what? I wish it's all that on triple the size of the screen. I want it to be more sound. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. If you want to see okay. the, the whole atomic bomb 
in its full format. <laughs> Watch Oppenheimer in IMAX 70mm 143 aspect Oh version. my god. If you want to feel the actual death of radiation in your face, exactly. go see it in this format. In your yeah. face. Get radiation. Alright. All right. All right. This was episode 675 of the Stuff Injection. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this podcast has been a Who Works First Fire production. And scene. Okay. There we go. All righty. I made it. Yay. <laughs> kind of. Did you, though? Did you did you make it though the whole thing? Yeah, we were we, you, we you, were talking. Uh, I, I made. Half are you taking you taking full credit for half day's work? Uh, I'm taking half credit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>